tuning in to the PHNX Coyotes podcast. Don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, and leave us a five-star review. I'm Leah here with PD, Craig, and Sean. I've made it back. Sunburned, but back Sunburned from California. scalp, apparently. Yeah, my scalp is like, you can't see it, but it is, if you touch I'm, it, it's very hot. I'm so grateful and thankful that you're back. <laughs> it's it just, it, like, your job's hard. It is. Well, I appreciate you guys. Peter got tongue tied on a few ad reads. I heard you call me Leah Morgan. Zero support. Yeah, Craig didn't bail me out of the tongue tied ad reads. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, it was good timing for me to come back. Um, (laughs) Well, first of all, before we get into anything, um, Sunday, the Matt Dumba news drops. I'm standing in line at the Jurassic World ride at Universal (laughs) Studios, and I look down at my phone and have a text from Craig Matt Dumba is a coyote. And I was like, the Craig vacation curse. It extends to Apologies. all of us. Travel, so, Craig, vacation. Imagine if PD ever takes a vacation. What could happen? This is probably why he won't now. You're just <laughs> waiting from ever leaving yeah. his house. I'm not going to leave. Oh, boy. But anywho. Uh, My son got sunburned the last vacation I took in 2013. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> and then you know what? We were on Alcatraz. <laughs> we were on the Alcatraz. We are at Alcatraz. years ago. Have you done the Alcatraz tour? Yes. No. You, you should. But it's kind of, it's okay. really cool. You get to pay the extra and get the headset things. Anyway, so we're out on Alcatraz. And this is my son sometimes has bad luck. And a seagull flies by and shit on him. <laughs> on, on, on Alcatraz. You know how much it ruins your day when a bird shits on you? It's supposed to be good luck. Wow, well, it wasn't good wait, luck for wait, him. who says it's good luck? I don't know. Somebody don't know. Come Maybe from. that's something someone told me. Have you ever had a bird shit on you? I have. So have I, actually. This is kind of weird. <laughs> so anyway. Strong. That's Everyone's here for Arena nope. News and we're talking Decided about not to leave the house. <laughs> Mine so wasn't leave the house a seagull. It was a, a pigeon. Oh, so. boy. All right. Uh, anywho, so the Dumba stuff, uh, PD and Craig oh, talked Lord. about it the last few days. Talk, actually talked to Matt Dumba himself yesterday. Um, really great stuff. So just the, the Coyotes offseason continues to provide us with so much to talk about. Well, six weeks from Australia, and it just keeps coming. It yeah. just keeps coming. And it comes at all times with last night at 9.15 p.m., you get a, a news dump and a real well, dump. Dump is... Well, that's Dump. funny. Can't Dump. use that word. <laughs> um, uh, a tidbit. Let's yeah, just tidbit. put it Let's as call a, it a, tidbit. a little tidbit um, from Gambo on the Coyotes putting a letter of intent on 41 acres in Mesa for an arena site is what was reported by Gambo at 9.15 on a Tuesday. Couldn't I have just enjoyed the last few hours of my vacation? But no. Um, but that's okay because we're going to talk about it today as it is the first bit of arena News update that we've gotten since the NHL draft, I would say. Um, And the Arizona Coyotes put out this statement this morning in response. We can confirm that Coyotes owner, chairman and governor Alex Morello has executed a letter of intent to purchase a parcel of land located in Mesa, Arizona to be the potential site for a sports arena and entertainment district for the club. The Coyotes remain committed to building the first privately funded sports facility in Arizona history and ensuring the Valley as the club's permanent home. In addition to this property in Mesa, the club will continue to explore other potential sites in the East Valley. There's two more paragraphs that I'm not going to read because it's just thanking the fan base, thanking the league, etc. Um, but, Craig, I'm going to throw it to you first. Yeah. I just want to caution people first off. Um, this is a tidbit, right? This is, this is basically formalizing something we already <laughs> knew was going to happen. The Coyotes are going to consider multiple sites. This is not the first letter of intent that they will execute. There will be several of them. This letter of intent is not legally binding, which means they do not have to purchase this piece of land. This is just a step in that direction. There are much bigger hurdles like entitlements, like tax abatements that you have to get forth before 
before you have an agreement in place for a piece of land. So so slow your roll in thinking this is the location that they're going to build the arena on. We're, we're a long way from that. Again, they're going to consider multiple sites. You'll probably see more of these LOIs coming out. What I look at this as is it's it's good marketing is what it is. Yeah. Because it, it uh, someone, someone, one of my uh, more uh, cynical uh, media friends described this as surviving the first round of musical chairs. It's, it's not a huge piece of news or it's not definitive in any way. But what it is, is it's another nice, positive piece of news for the Coyotes in a summer filled with it, right? You've seen what the hockey operations staff has done. They've, they've worked wonders with this uh, offseason. Now you're getting a little bit of arena news. We, we heard Gary Bettman say and Javier Gutierrez say at, at the draft you know, something could be coming after the first of the year, maybe around the all-star break. But we've been saying consistently, you're probably going to get little news drops before that in the fall. What that does is it reassures the fan base. It reassures stakeholders, including the core of your team, that there is progress being made, that there are positive steps. This is one of those. But again, we knew it was coming. We knew it was going to happen anyway. He told us they were considering six sites at the draft. They're going to execute more letters of intent. So slow your roll on believing this is where it's going to be. But, but it is also a positive step and, and it may not be the final location, but it is that the letter of intent shows the word intense in there. There is an intent that this is a possible site. And yeah. so, so we're talking about narrowing down from six. Well, I'm fine with having three LOIs. That's great. This is another tangible piece of evidence showing that this team is trying to stay here. Yes. And, and there may not be a legally binding commitment to buy this land, but that they're, that the the fact that it exists and they have written that letter of intent tells me that they're, again, they're continuing to pursue, pursue staying here in Arizona. So however trivial it may be, it still is a step in the correct direction. And it's not fueling the fire of, yes. of of a relocation or yeah. fueling the fire of this team not staying. This is just another step, small step in the process of the team staying in Arizona. And I think that is an outstanding sign. And don't pack up the U-Hauls yet and, you know, pulling up the mullet. But take this as a positive sign that this is going in the correct direction for the Coyotes staying in Arizona. And we keep saying that too, right? The, you, you get all those narratives from outside the market saying, you know, they're they're in trouble. This is going to happen. It's all just talk. Oh, they should talk to Matt Ishbia. None of that stuff's happening. The league is not forcing a sale of this team from Alex Morello. They are confident that he has multiple options. This is just the first sort of tangible proof that they're actually going to act on something. I Honestly, PD, I think you feel the same way. We both think that they're 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 going to move forward with a plan. I I do think that they have viable options in the market, and as long as the league and the board of governors are on board and say, giving them more license, fine. I don't know what the timeline is. Again, we don't know what the site is yet, and and the timeline will be site specific. But they've gotten some leeway from the league and the board of governors. And the other thing to look at when you're talking about multiple sites, and I and I do agree with you, Craig. And they said so in their statement that they're still going to pursue other sites. I think what that does is it now it, this is something they didn't do in the Tempe uh, 
you know, site is they put all their eggs in one basket. Now you're you're spreading your eggs upon multiple baskets. And you know, what does that do? It makes some competition. Bingo. And you can really you know, important you can point. negotiate. Well, well, you won't give me this here in Maricopa. Well, Apache Junction's going to give it to me. So why? Wait, wait, by wait. the way, I don't slow, think it will be slow. Slow your Apache own AJ. Okay, yeah. But we I, don't I, need I, to go further west. But but I, I, to the point though, you can get you can get better deals by negotiating and competing within those deals. So I do anticipate more sites, but I do think that it is a bargaining tool and a bargaining chip for the the organization to use in their favor and advantage when looking at a site. I do think that this is a a bigger step forward. Um, I'm excited to see that something is moving. Now, I know they haven't come out with a big, we're sitting at the microphone telling you we're putting shovels in the ground. I get that. But we've been waiting for some sign at all from this organization and this, to me, this announcement saying, hey, this exists, we've looked at the site, it's a viable thing, now we're gonna have to pursue it, negotiate, do all, we have a lot yeah, of, long zoning, way to go. entitlements, long tax way to abatements, go. all those things are, are much bigger than a letter but, of intent. But those things would have to happen regardless yes. of wherever they go. So you've got to, to, to get to those things, you have to have the first step. Yep. And now the first step, at least on this particular site that we have not been able to report yet, but this first initial site, the first step now exists. Yeah, and I think just to have something concrete, and I'm reading the chat right now. Um, Garrett said we've all been. Oh, can you scroll up a little? Um, we've all been pining to hear from Alex. I think this kind of serves as the reassurance we needed that he's had his head down trying to get a deal done. Michael said, "I'd rather hear this than nothing." I think you know you go back to a few months ago and how helpless we all felt, yeah. not knowing what was going on. Then having some reassurance from Javier at the draft saying we you know zoned in on six sites, and now this is kind of the first. It's a very, it's one domino in a series of like a big domino row, but it's the first one and it feels so positive because talk is talk. You can say we're looking at six sites. A letter of intent as not, I don't want to use the word trivial, but as maybe not important or not significant as it is, it is significant in what it stands for, I think is the biggest thing. Yeah, it just shows they have that site. They like that site, right? Yes. And, And the part of the statement that we just read that like to me, I want to highlight again is just that like remaining committed to building the first privately funded sports facility in Arizona history. They're still following that same plan they had with the Tempe site. Obviously, they're doing everything in their power to avoid a vote. Mm. Um, but the, the idea still is to have it be a privately funded facility and still have it be all the things that the Tempe site was going to be with with shops, restaurants, living, et cetera. That's unless it's on the res, unless it's on the res, which we'll have more on that in a little bit. Um, but I just think, I just think it it was just nice to hear from the team on this. Um, and yeah, it's just, it's just, it's just a a nice, refreshing, positive thing. And I just cannot believe the direction this off season has taken from May 16th. Marketing is a balance, huh? You, I mean, you can go overboard with information that you, uh, not to throw Anthony LeBlanc under the bus, but you remember when they announced the thing with ASU and ASU didn't show up to the press conference. Well, that was embarrassing. You you obviously went way too far with the details and the, the reveal. But if you give people small pieces like this, I do think this is good marketing. It's yeah, it makes sense. Again, just to reassure everybody that is a stakeholder, whether it's fans, whether it's the core players, whether it's your corporate sponsors. Let them all know that you are doing work and you are zeroing in on potential sites. And that's what we said. Honestly, we said that the day after the Tempe vote failed and we just tell us something. Tell us something that you're progressing, that you're working, that you're doing something. And I think that this really does that. I, 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 
I, I know the process takes an incredibly long time. Look how long it took in Tempe and everybody was on board yeah. and everybody was trying to work together and look how hard it was. I know they're not putting shovels in the ground right now. I understand that. But when, when we look at different pieces of land, hopefully they don't have a dump on them that needs to be remediated. <laughs> well, Let's this, hope. This one is empty. This this piece of land is empty. And I know I'm seeing a lot of maps, a lot of speculation about where the it Discord is. The Discord is basically Just, a map Yes. Yeah. You don't know. Right. Um just say that it's in Northwest Mesa and that's enough. That's enough. And that just is say enough. That because exactly. as we have outlined a bunch of times, there's a certain corridor that they want to be yes. within, that 101 corridor. Or and the, they want to be the off two, a major freeway. Yes. And they want to be closer to the East Valley. All of the things that, that Northwest Mesa satisfies, yep. I think. And again, it's just just take solace in the fact that they're moving forward and yep. they're doing something. And they put out a statement that that we're doing something. If this statement didn't come out and we didn't hear about this, if nothing happens until September or October, well, shit, before you know it, they're going to Australia. Yeah. And now you go, oh, now the focus is completely changed up there. And now it's going to get lost. And we don't want to wait till January. Let's get something going now. Mm-hmm. Let's get the discussion going. Now. Let's get something positive for a fan base that is sitting here talking about free agent signings, trades, Logan Cooley, mm-hmm. that, that all of the things that have happened player-wise and on the ice-wise, let's get more positive noon. So I think this, again, just continues. Dominoes are falling. It's step one, but step one's a good thing. Yep. <laughs> Nobody 1300. Empty parcel. Time to go back to the maps. I'm telling you, open Discord right now. It's hilarious, um, all the maps. But let's just take a moment and talk about what it is we know um, and what it is we know it won't be, I guess, just kind of re... It won't be Tempe. <laughs> well, yeah, but like, let, let's just kind of, it's been a few months, it feels like, since we talked about Arena, so let's just like, I guess, re recap what, yeah. what we know for certain, either in what something could be or will not be. Yeah, and we've, we've reported all this, we've talked about this, but it's not a bad idea to remind people of, of the information that's already out there. Obviously, they're not going back to Glendale. I was asked that a few times. It's not happening. Just shut that door completely. And a lot of open it. dates there, they though, Greg. They are not going back to Glendale. I thought they were going to be full. So, <laughs> as as we all reported a while ago, maybe a couple months ago yeah. now, right? I can't even remember. They're looking at sites in Scottsdale. They're looking at sites in Mesa. They're looking at sites in Phoenix. Again, these are East Valley sites. Part of Phoenix is in the East Valley. One thing I wonder about with Phoenix, the Diamondbacks and Suns are both in Phoenix. Will they be an obstacle in any way? Robert Sarver was when he was the owner. We don't have a good feel for how Matt Ishbia will approach this situation. If you're If you're talking about not just building an arena, but you're talking about building an entire entertainment complex that is going to draw people away from that downtown core. Will the Diamondbacks and Suns have an issue with it? I don't know yet. We don't have the answers to that. But that's one thing to think about with the with the Phoenix location, because as Leah said, a lot of the plan for this, wherever it is, in, unless it's on the res, the plan's going to look very similar to what it looked like in Tempe. They want to do all the same things that they were doing in Tempe. You may have to substitute on the res because you can't build residential you can't build a sports book on site at least you may have to substitute like light industrial or some other way to make up the the money that was a part of your revenue projections for all those other sites but they want to transport that and when you do that in phoenix in particular you're creating competition for other teams so I, i'm curious how that'll play but those out. are issues that you wouldn't have in northeast uh, northwest mesa like or mesa still yeah, or Scottsdale. You would not or be on competing the with the with but you've already said some of the hurdles that would take place in the reservation that, yep. that they wouldn't have to deal with in Mesa or Scottsdale, especially when you're trying to build such a large 
you know, a complex and, and build an entertainment district. Again, similar to what you're talking about in Tempe. So I, I still, it'll be interesting to see. And that's, again, this is part of the discussion because you say it's it's just the first step. The, wait till that shit starts again. Wait mm-hmm. till, I mean, does the airport get involved again? Did the Suns get involved? Did the city of Phoenix start competing? Where's Kubi? Like, well, what are we going to do there? We haven't even talked about Lauren Kubi. Then what, what's going to happen? I don't know. Is it going to have to be a vote? Is it not a vote? I, we don't know. There's so many things yet, but. Well, they it, they will not go forward with something that requires a vote. I can tell you that. And a lot of people are asking about that. Does it mean if they're on, or they're buying a privately owned piece of land, does that mean there's no public vote? No, not necessarily. Not necessarily. It depends what mesa or another municipality is providing if it's a county island that referendum gets a lot harder because the signature threshold is so much higher but if it's just in a municipality you got to be very careful my understanding is the coyotes are going to make every effort to avoid a public vote vote. because i mean you you think it was hard in tempe (laughs) try mesa it's if you put this to a public vote no way no chance no way yeah so that's going to be one of the hurdles they hope they can avoid moving forward. But again, you don't know what you're going to have to face unless you start the competition. And they've now done that. Yeah. depend As they weigh each piece of land, I'm sure each will have its pros and cons in terms right. of hurdles. Mm-hmm. You know, some it might be easier to get done, but then there's tax issues and who knows. Right. Like the res is really easy. Yeah. Like that's that. That stuff's ready-made. Like, you could go in and you could break ground tomorrow on the res, providing the coyotes want to go in and pay for everything, which I think they would be willing to do. Um, but you have to decide, okay, can we can we create the sort of same sort of revenue stream on the res um, that we can elsewhere without residential, which was a big piece everywhere else. Um, and I, I reported yesterday that talks have gone quiet with the res. I don't want people to misconstrue that as talks are dead with the res. The Coyotes already know what they're getting in the res. They understand that piece of the puzzle completely. So they moved on from that. They're still keeping that in their back pocket. Maybe they come back to it at some point, but they're going to explore these other sites. More to get into with this. Um, Sorry, I'm hopping around No, it's okay. Well, and I want to talk more about Mesa specifically um, in a second. But before before we do all that, um, I know that you guys talked about, we talked about the the hockey ops and all the moves made this summer and how all the moves that the hockey ops has made has influenced the outlook for the coyotes on the ice this season. And one of those things was the bet MGM line points line po- points, total line moving. I know you mentioned that on Monday show, keep an eye on it PD, but yeah, the line's going to continue to fluctuate and I don't want this to get buried. Liam O'Brien will be joining the show uh, at the end of our show here. Really great chatting with him. Um, so stick around for that, but um, get, got to ask him about the new additions to this team and all of that. So again, it's just, I can't get over all the stuff that's happened this off season, um, the hockey stuff, especially, and make sure you get your futures bets in now, because as you can see, things keep changing. It keeps affecting the line. Um, so get them in today, or you can bet on things, you, you know, immediately MLB is going on WNBA, etc. So sign up for the bet MGM app, use the bonus code PHNX. When you sign up, there's a few different offers depending on where you live. But for our Arizona audience, place your first bet offer and receive up to a thousand dollars back in bonus bets. If it loses, you can check out the show notes for full details. And now you can listen to Shane talk about the disclaimer. 
Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Colorado, D.C., Illinois, Indiana, Kansas, Louisiana, Maryland, Mississippi, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369, New York. Call 1-800-327-5050, Massachusetts. 21 plus to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP, Arizona. 1-800-522-4700, Nevada. 1-800-BETS-OFF, Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help, Michigan. 1-800-981-0023, Puerto Rico. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Kansas, Nevada, New York, or Ontario. As you guys know, I just got back from California and first of all, well, of course we stopped at Circle K multiple times because, you know, you need to stop for gas. You need to stop for snacks as well. And it's funny because we had the, the Gas Buddy app where you can find the cheapest gas prices in your vicinity. And we were, I couldn't even tell you what town in California we were in, like one of those inland ones on the way back. And the cheapest gas was Circle K. There it is. And we drove surprise. We drove like five minutes off the highway just to get there. Go inside. I got my Circle K water. I got my Circle K chips. Like I chose the Circle K chips over other chip brands because that's how much I love Circle K snacks. Um, so not only did Circle K come through with the cheapest gas and you know how gas is in California, came through with the snacks as always. And it's just so nice to have something that's so constant, so just dependable, especially on a road trip. So make sure you're not missing out on all the stuff Circle K has to offer. Right now, you can text PHNX to 31310 to join their SMS subscriber club and get a buy one, get one free offer on 32 ounce Polar Pops. Okay, let's continue with some arena talk. And let's talk more about Mesa and the sites that will not be Craig. Well, again, Fiesta Mall, Stop talking about Fiesta Mall if you're still talking about Fiesta Mall. Not going to happen. Um, and, and when you look at the location, again, we've talked about that corridor. There, there are other reasons Fiesta Mall isn't happening. But from a pure location standpoint, it doesn't make as much sense as some of these other areas that we're talking about that are right in there in that core that we've talked about for the corporate base, the population base, the season ticket base, and, and still accessible, right, to the entire valley. West Valleyers probably won't think so as much, but still this is better than – taking the 202 down to the 101 to the 60 like that entire exchange oh, is a nightmare and brutal. can add a lot of time to your commute so that's out i do know that a couple of the sites that they were looking at in mesa initially proved problematic for various reasons um so they, they they've explored multiple sites and and mesa's has this sort of hodgepodge of privately owned pieces of land that you could piece together some of them are adjacent it's really hard to know exactly where they're looking just again want to underscore that the location is going to be in northwest mesa this one in particular anyway that they're talking about right now because again that's in that corridor it's it's in the wheelhouse for them it's really not very far from where they were going to be at the ted it's like five minutes down the freeway so it still makes sense location wise yeah i it's I mapped it. I remember like uh, that, just that area. I don't know. I don't know. I lit I'm telling you right now. I don't know what the area is, but I mapped like that. And it's 25 minutes from my house. So I was very happy. There about it that. is. And you me know, too. I know the coyotes are specifically consulting me and my commute um, when making this decision. I, I, I've heard that heavily. we are going to be involved in the meetings. So I heard that's where Gilbert <laughs> came back on the radar again. We can't get <laughs> East, Gilbert off East the table. Gilbert. Death ears though. Every time I mention it, Gilbert, no, <laughs> yeah, can't get it. Oh, boy. Um, but I mean, it's so hard to I mean, we don't want to speculate either, but I'm just curious what. And again, we're not speculating. We don't know. What's your gut telling you? Like, do you think Mesa is going to be it? 
do you what would your your ideal a, situation i don't be? have a gut at this point i, I think it's <laughs> dangerous to have a gut and express that at this point because True. there's just too much my gut to told be done. me tempe a year ago yeah See how my, that my gut out? told me tempe on the morning of may 16th my so. gut told me scottsdale the day they put the shovels in the ground at los arcos and they had a deal and the city council voted for it i thought that would probably work out it didn't um i think there are a lot of good things about the Northwest Mesa site. I think there is some positive news. I have no friggin' idea. Yep. Just build a building. Get yep. it done. Yep. And get it done before your lease expires at ASU. Yeah. And like built by then, not done. Like done. There done. there was a lot of concern when the Tempe vote fell through that the time like the timeline. And obviously the one year buffer of having to remediate the land in Tempe, I think, has given the coyotes yes. a little bit of breathing room there yeah. is the plan like what year would they are they targeting i still think they're on the same timeline but 26 27 we'll see right we'll see what'd you just say which one 2026 2026 27 yeah 20, yes yeah yeah, yeah. Yep. that makes sense to yes. me that makes sense to me too and then they'd but. be able to stay in mullets that long yeah which is obviously not an ideal situation but no, it but it it's is. sure not hurting them in the free agent market. Certain nope. seem, doesn't seem to be a yeah. problem there. Nope. So, and it sinks again with when we sort of see them emerging from this rebuild fully. It sinks with the timeline if they can get something done. They, again, I, I I haven't heard a definitive timeline from the league, but you got to believe that they have to have a plan, a concrete plan in place this season. Yeah, absolutely. Because yeah. if you go into next summer and they're still yeah doubts like then then you know what everybody is welcome to pass their judgments mm -hmm. because it there needs to be something but i think as as you mentioned the fact that the league's not being hard on them and with the timeline um and gary bettman mentioned january we heard something on august last night on august 8th even just a little sprinkle of news i just think it's positive. It's all moving in a good direction. Yeah. One one note on the timeline too, like, and I mentioned this before on the re reservation, literally there is a parcel there that is, it's ready to go. I've heard people say you can build it in two years there because you don't have to do any other, any other things you might do with some of those other sites. So like if it ends up going back to the res, they could be in there in 25, 26. They can move in that, that That's soon. That's crazy. So, Let's just wait and see how it plays out. I know people are dying for information, dying for finality, but it, it's not coming quickly. And if you understand the process of what's involved in these negotiations and then all uh, the things that we mentioned before, the zoning, the tax abatements, the entitlements, all that stuff takes a lot of time. There's a lot of processes at play in these sorts of projects. All things that when we all got into sports, we did not <laughs> think we would have exactly. to talk about. Um, but here we are continuing to talk about it. Are there any other things you want to mention related to this in the arena? I just want to underscore something Petey said earlier. Um, the game plan is different now. It's not, it's not all about all our eggs are in the Tempe basket. It's playing these sites off one another to try and find the best deal. I've seen some people saying, just put the money down, get it going. This, it's not how it works. It's not how it works. First of all, you can't just say, okay, we're going to pick this site. Yeah, let's go. Let's let's build. All the processes we just talked about take a if lot of time. If it were that easy, it'd be done already. Right, <laughs> right. But then also, when when you're trying to strike the best deal, how do you get there? Like Petey said, competition. 
That's how you get there. So you play these sites off one another, say, this is what they're offering. What can you do to raise your offer to that level? That's what's happening right now and expect it to happen for a while longer. There will be, again, there will be more letters of intent. Again, these are not legally binding. It does not mean that they are even going to purchase this land. It's basically, it's like reserving it, like making a reservation at a restaurant. You might cancel that reservation later, but it's just making sure that you got your spot. Can somebody jump in and buy that right now with that letter of intent? I don't there, think you know? so. I don't think so. I don't know. So I Googled the definition of letter of intent okay. just for our sakes. Cool. A letter of intent is a document outlining the understanding between two or more parties, which they intend to formalize in a legally binding agreement. Yeah. It's a start. It's a start. Great. Cool. But again, not legally binding right now. Both LFG. parties have to agree Great. To, for it to become legally binding. So it's just reserving this one, like like putting yeah. a, a marker down, putting your stake down. It's like down going on this to the beach and putting your towel down in the yeah. spot you want, but then maybe they'll get up and move it somewhere else. Right. Or no, maybe they'll bring better. or maybe they'll bring multiple towels right. and put them all down and then when they, you know, decide on the spot, they'll have it ready. So mm-hmm. that's that's all it is. And obviously more more stuff's gonna come out as Craig mentioned and hopefully this gets stuff rolling. We'll, we'll hopefully we hear about more letters of intent soon. That would be great. Yeah. Um, and, and big news. Big news from the Coyotes this week too, right? Oh my oh. gosh! Can we, oh. we need to talk about this for one second? Um, Can we talk about this for one second? Yes. <laughs> Wait, what's happening back here? Can you do that Saul, again? Saul Sorry, is hiding behind. Are you do you know what he's eating? Like, like that's <laughs> <laughs> the high, the high sugar content. We should do, like do this. Like, where can you find Saul? Or <laughs> oh boy! So my 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 boss doesn't like when I shorten his name to Dick. Do you think it has anything to do with his name being Saul? What? It was a dad joke. My boss doesn't like it that I shortened his name to Dick. I think it has anything to do with that his name is Saul. (laughs) Boo. I didn't get it. Because it's Richard. You think Richard is Dick and never mind. Okay. That's fresh coming from a Peter. There it is. That's better than mine. The HR department's here, Peter. (laughs) (laughs) That was the HR department, Craig. Got him. Okay, well... The, yeah, before we move on. But God and- Heem is, is a, it's a baseball thing, not the meme that everybody thinks it is. Look it up. I'm tired of that. We're arguing about the meme, God Heem, which is E-M. God Heem is a San Francisco Giants pitcher. It's a different connotation, different conversation. No. Google it. Google it. No. Saul, Saul is fighting with PD. You need to get on Google mic if God you're going to do this. Get on the not headset. Heem. Grab the headset. Heem. H-E-E-M. How God are, Heem. How are, I don't know how we got here, but I it's I don't know okay. how we got here either. PD. What? It did not start there. <laughs> it started with this kid who had like some wild ass teeth, was just like, got him. <laughs> and that, that's what became the meme. No, it did. And it that's up. the meme. But got him, the meme is got him, E-M, got him from Brian Wilson, the pitcher of the Giants, because he said, well, I got him. But got him. It, when you say I got him, it didn't have enough of an oomph. So he started going, got him. And then it's on the MLB network and it's Brian Wilson. The kid, there'll be a debate. We might have to, this might be on the next. Southwest do they still have Bias. that show on that Southwest Bites? We still do that where you argue? Yeah. Go, well, we should maybe argue maybe on that. Maybe we do. Maybe okay. we do. I just oh want to see gosh. the kid with crazy ass teeth now. This show is going to go till two o'clock. Oh, all right. And it's my fault. Um, okay. Sorry, Saul. So before, so before we move on and before we. Saul's gathering cardboard boxes right now for before me. We, before we Not talk to Liam time. O'Brien, um, we're going to bring up the, the Arizona Coyotes tweet, which came yesterday afternoon. And the Coyotes tweeted in all caps, big news. And then back to not all caps this week, dot, 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 pack. What do you think it's about? Um, it's arena, right? Was not my chicken tendies. It no. wasn't the chicken tenders. No, it's not the arena news. Um, it's it, single game tickets going on sale on Friday. Yeah, that was it. 
that's it. So sorry to, to take the wind out of the sails of what that could have been about. I think once this news came out last night, people thought maybe that was it. Well, people, they're naming a captain? People thought captain. People thought um, coaching A extensions. New Jersey? Are they coming up with a new sweater? signing his contract. A new sweater? No. no. Uh, no a just, Ruigi golf shirt drop. Well, that already is happening all the time. Oh. <laughs> uh, no, just single game tickets going on sale. Not very many because it's not very big. That's funny. That's it? That's it. <laughs> um, okay. $2 super chat from Mike. Are the blueprints already drawn for the arena? I I would imagine they're going to yeah, use. Yeah, again, they're using that same yeah. arena plan. I would think, though, that, and I don't know much about much, but when you move locations, things potentially could yeah. change. The tweaks that you tweaks. have to make. Yeah. yeah. But like, they've done a lot of the legwork. Like, remember when Javier said they thought about building a dome, like, around... Oh, my God. That? That's right. The biodome. <laughs> the biodome. <laughs> I was like, wait, I huh? want that now. I want the biodome. Be like the sphere in Vegas. You could just project yes! stuff on oh the outside. Oh, my God. It would be electric just yeah. in the middle of Mesa. That'd be so funny. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, that that's all the arena content we have today. Clearly, like, it, it wasn't a ton. I think just to summarize what we've talked about, it's one of many pieces of land that they're looking at putting a letter of intent on it is a really good first step and we're going to see more of that on other pieces of land um and this is just over, overall it's just really positive i think mm -hmm. um, that's just what we can take away from this um and if there's more we'll let you all know we promise you trust us um but we're gonna chat with liam o'brien here in a couple of minutes really great talking to him before we get there shady rays listen if you're driving around the valley, no matter where you're coming from, to wherever the Coyotes New Arena will be, it's sunny. One of my least favorite parts about the drive out to Glendale at like 5 p.m. for oh. a 7 o'clock game was driving directly west into the sun. No sunglasses could help with that. But Shady Rays, it's the next best thing. I wore my Shady Rays every all, every minute of every day in California this past weekend. Um, it's sunny there as well. Um, so check out Shady Rays. Whatever your stat, your personal style is, Shady Rays has something for you. They have tons of different colors and they stand by their products. If you don't love them, you can return or exchange for free within 30 days of purchasing. And if you're one of those people who likes to physically hold something in your hand before you buy it, you can stop by Kirlin Commons to check out their brick and mortar location. So exclusively for our listeners, Shady Rays is giving out their best deal of the season. You can go to ShadyRays.com and use code PHNX for 50% off two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. Try for yourself the shades rated five stars by over 250,000 people. And I, uh, this is one of the worst parts about leaving the state of Arizona is just not having four peaks accessible to me at all times. It's in Nevada, but we, we, we probably didn't see much in California. Yeah, didn't yeah. see it much. I really missed it. Um, I could have used some. I could use some peach. That really sounds good. Um, went to the Angels game. Really, really was craving uh, the, the peach, but didn't have that at my disposal. That's okay because I'm back and I got to go to the store later. I'm going to pick up. A six pack of Wow for sure. It's the beer of the summer. It's it's the official beer. I, I'm going to just say this: Wow is the official beer of the PHNX Coyotes. That's true. It really is. It's true. Like you think, how much do you think we've consumed Me since this show started? Many twelve packs. I'm curious. Uh, not me. I don't. Know. <laughs> Have we made it to keg? Have we consumed <laughs> okay. a bike between yeah. us? Oh probably. Yeah. Yes. yeah, probably. Yeah. Um, so make sure you grab your Four Peaks. It's still hot out there. Um, so cool down with some Four Peaks beer. And you can check out at Four Peaks Brew or at Four Peaks Pub to keep up with the latest at Arizona's hometown brewery. You must be 21 or older to drink Four Peaks. And please drink responsibly. Well, we did chat with Liam O'Brien. 
early in this morning. Um, it was really great to chat with him. He, <laughs> he he's had a busy summer, um, and it's a really fun conversation. Yeah, he had some tech issues, so we had to piece it together. But yeah, don't yeah. <laughs> you'll wonder about the different backgrounds that you see, but uh, he'll yeah. be stuck with us. So much appreciated, Liam, yeah. and this was a fun interview. Absolutely. So without further ado, let's send it over to Liam O'Brien. We are very excited to introduce Arizona Coyotes forward Liam O'Brien to the show. Liam, thank you so much for joining us. Welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. Obi, can we get uh, a profile of the beard one more time, please? <laughs> Just so people can see how wow, tremendous that it looks sick. right now. That that's is... got to be a lot of work. Like, I, I have a really shitty beard, and it's hard. <laughs> like, that thing is, like, it's almost like a sculpture. Like, that's work, isn't I it? Just, you know, I just have a really good barber here, uh, North Scottsdale, that I go to. And uh, he's just, he takes care of it. So, See, that's I, the, I don't have to do too much for it. That's a bougie pro athlete answer. Oh, yeah, my barber. I got my barber. That's like Craig Morgan would say that. Craig, I've got my barber in North Scottsdale. <laughs> like I'm sitting there with a pair of scissors and a tweezers trying to clean my shit. Yeah, up. also, buddy, save the ad reads for us, okay? <laughs> yeah. He's really good, though. He's sharp. He looks good. Oh, man. So I got to ask you, uh, at this point, is everyone on the roster officially married after the past two years? <laughs> oh, getting there. It's definitely getting there. We got yeah, a lot of married guys. Let's get a workout. <laughs> So you, got Sorry. you got married yourself, obviously, in Prague. What are some of the high points of these weddings that you've intended, attended, including your own? Yeah, I mean, it's always just so much fun um, in the summertime, getting to be around your family and your friends. Uh, I know for me, like having my family over in Prague and I had a couple of the boys, you know, able to attend it and stuff. It was just so much fun to be able to just share my wife's culture with my family. You know, that was really, really cool. And then, you know, going to your teammates' weddings this summer, it's just, it's always fun. You know, Crouch's wedding was a, was a blast and uh, they did such a great job. It was beautiful and it was uh, top notch, top notch. Probably the nicest I'm, wedding I've been to. So I'm not hearing any stories here. I'm not hearing any stories. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, there was some karaoke, but that's, that's about as far as I can go. We got some good, we got some good performers on the team. That's all I'll say. Who can sing? Uh, Schmalti's a great performer. What? what? I would not have guessed Schmalti, that. I'm not buying news. it for a second. <laughs> Every interview with him, he hasn't performer. smiled in three years. He'll probably, hate, he'll probably hate, hate me for saying this, but that oh. guy is, he is a hell of a karaoke singer. Wow. Like, wow. Breaking like, news. Breaking news. <laughs> Screw the arena. Yeah. Yeah. Nick Schmaltz can sing. <laughs> but one serious, serious question, Liam, about about all these weddings and stuff. It gives it. Does it give this team? You mentioned some players came to your teammates came to your wedding last summer, and and teammates went to these. Does it give you guys a, a chance, another chance to bond? Maybe not inside the locker room or at the rink where it, it binds and makes this team as close as we've heard about. Yeah, well, I think you learn so much about your teammates, right? Like, you, you know, going to Krause's wedding, I got to meet a lot of his closest friends and, and family, and you, you, it, it, you learn a lot about them. Um, and it's it's pretty cool that way, I would say. Another event you attended this summer was Phil Kessel's Stanley Cup party. Um, we're clearly digging for details on, on things here. So do you have any tidbits to share from that party? Yeah, no, it was it was super cool. You know, it was at uh, Hotel X there in Toronto, and um, his wife Sandra. I, I think she was kind of in charge of a, a lot of it, and she did a really, really good job. It was beautiful. I mean, 
what they put together there was was uh, really really cool. So uh, yeah, it was just a great night. A lot of the guys were able to be there for it, which was awesome as well. So getting to see you know your teammates in the summertime and getting to kind of spend a night with them uh, is a lot of fun too, right? Um, when you haven't seen them in a few months, and, you know everybody's at home, everybody's kind of training, doing their thing. So it's great when you get to kind of get back together, you know, midsummer and and have a have a fun night. So it was it was a really cool party, and you know, you know, Phil, uh, that's his third one. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, he's had a, he's had a couple of them. So he, you know, he knew what he was doing. What he put in the cup? I'm assuming it wasn't hot dogs this time. <laughs> no, the cup was the cup was just hanging out. He it, it was it was pretty like it was pretty. You know, I think it was very like family oriented. You know, Phil has a daughter now, uh, yep. Capri, and um, it was you know I think during the day my wife was telling me you know they had a lot of their friends with kids come over and 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 do stuff with the cup. So it was a little bit more uh, family oriented, which I thought was pretty cool. Look at this this G rated segment we've got going with Liam O'Brien so far. <laughs> I, don't know about that. I didn't expect this from you, so just saying. Hey, let's let's talk uh, a little bit about the roster additions. There's been a lot of activity this summer with this roster. What do you make of all the changes, all the guys coming in? Yeah, I mean, I think we, I think we've brought in some really good, good, good guys, good players, good character players too, um, uh, workers, you know. So it's it's going to be fun. I think a lot of the guys we brought in fit the identity of our team and uh, the identity that we want to have as a group in the league. So it's, uh, it's really cool to, to just kind of see things like coming together right now. Um, and, uh, yeah, a few of the guys are in town now, you know, I just met Zucker a few days ago and, um, uh, you know, some of the boys are kind of starting to come back into town now. So starting to kind of ramp things up and it's, it's fun, you know, it's fun. I'm excited. Take us through that process, though. You talk about you meeting Zucker the other day. There's a lot of new pieces. Like, there's a lot of new faces. Some guys know each other from playing on different teams. But how does that process start? Like, you meet Jason Zucker, and all of a sudden, it's just he's part of the team, and that's it? You guys are just all buds? Or do you talk on the phone before guys get here? How hard is it to get that many new pieces into a locker room? Yeah, I, I mean, we, we have a group chat and stuff, so guys get kind of added in the group chat, chat and they usually introduce themselves, and that's just kind of how that works. And then, um, you know, when you meet in person, it's just, you know, it's somebody's joining the family, right? We're a family, and um, he's now part of the family. He's one of the boys, and um, you just take him in and, and help them out in any way they need. And, um, yeah, for, for Zucker, I mean, he's an older guy, right? So he's coming in. He's going to have... A leadership role within this team and um we're just really excited to have them awesome well we have a um, diehard discord which is basically a place where a bunch of our you know most fervent i don't know what the word would be coyotes fans um we, we chat every day it's awesome everyone's super passionate about the team and we told them that you were going to be on the show and ask them for some questions so we have some questions from coyotes fans that we're going to ask you next um so we'll just pull up the first one here um and this one comes from oh. mike and this is a very important question from mike what products does he use in his beard so we want to know what products do you use in your beard <laughs> Yeah, I, I use no products in my beard. I wow. know that's probably, probably going to upset Mike. Wow. 
I, I actually use n nothing in my beard. I, I used to use like a, um, like a beard palm type thing. Um, and then it just like, I found it just got greasy and it just, yeah, this is all natural right here. Wow. That's yeah, no, no, like I'll, I'll wash it every now and again. <laughs> I'll wash it. Wow. God, I hope so. Saving snacks in there from pregame. God, but you look, but it looks phenomenal without any additional product. That's is amazing. the hair still long? We can't tell. You got a ponytail going. Oh, oh we might have lost Liam for a second. We lost Liam. Oh, there oh we go. look at that. You're in the facility now. So you want to know what happened? Did your so phone? No word to lie. My phone got too hot. That's hot. how hot it is here right now. That my happened. phone got too hot. I was sitting in my car for five minutes, and my phone is like overheated. Couldn't handle it. That happened to Nick. So now I'm in front of the. <laughs> now I'm in front of the Kachina. So we're. That's fire. Yeah, That's good, a good shot good, right there. Good branding. <laughs> that is good branding. Where, where are we? We're on our second question. Hop to the second question. Yeah, we're, we're, we're going to ask uh, our, our second, second question. question from our Discord. Um, so our next question comes from Joel, um, who asks, ask him who resisted his charms when he's asked them to dance, a.k.a. who is immune to his chirping when he wants to punch them in the face? <laughs> who is immune to his chirping when he wants to punch them in the face? Wow. <laughs> I don't so, know. If basically, who, who doesn't want to fight? Yes, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> That's pretty much it. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's uh, I would say... There's, you know, there's lots of guys that just, you know, you can go after them. And um, I would say they're just not necessarily um, guys who are confident, you know, being in that situation. And, you know, I respect that. So there's guys around the league that, you know, I'll, I'll just ask more or less for fun and they'll just say no, you know. <laughs> and I kind of, in my mind, I already know, like, this guy's probably not going to say yes. So there's a, there's those guys, but there's there's a lot of those guys. <laughs> so it's, like, it's, it's yeah. hard to you know. I I don't think there's many many of the guys that are in the league that I've fought. You know, they're all they they choose their spots, and there's times where um, it's not good for them, and it's not good it's not a good timing for them, and I understand that, and I know that it's probably not because they're scared of me or anything like that. It's probably more just they don't want to lose that momentum that their team has. Are any of those guys on Anaheim? No, no, just kidding. <laughs> um, but but what I do want to say to that, though, is you're a guy that you do take penalties and you do play on the edge and you do help police this roster. You help protect guys that need protect. It's part of what your game is. But you're also a teddy bear. Like we sit here and talk to you, you're, 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 you're a happy guy and you get so angry does it just is there just a switch that goes hey you can't do that to my teammates or um no we're not going to do that here we're going to play a little different like what happens inside your head when you get to that point yeah, that's a good question i mean i'm the oldest of four so um maybe it's that big brother in me um i've always been kind of protective protective of the people that i love uh you know, so that that could be it as well. Um, and again, like I'm very competitive, so I want to win. And uh, if I know that I can change the momentum of a game, and it's going to help us win a game, I'm going to go out and do that. Whether that be with a, a big hit or a fight or, you know, just saying something, you know, 
um, I'll go out and do that. So, yeah, just maybe that competitive edge. I've always had that since I was a kid. Since I was a kid, just always trying to look for that big hit. I've, I've almost had to kind of reel myself in and, and play a little bit more calm, actually. <laughs> Believe it or not. <laughs> uh, all right. Last question from our Discord. Um, this one comes from Robert, who is a runner. He, he He's a big runner. So, of course, his question involves training. Um, and he wants to know, when do you start training? How it's phased? What types of training you do for endurance, speed, etc.? Um, and then I guess the part two from this question is, have you ever played another sport in either high school or at any other level? So kind of two-tiered question about your training and playing another sport. I'll, I'll start at the end. Yeah, I played, growing up, I, I played baseball, basketball. Uh, I played, I, I rode, um, boxed. Wow. Wow. Yeah, I did a lot of different things. So, yeah, I did. It was important for for my parents to just kind of have me doing all kinds of different sports and and seeing, you know, what I enjoyed the most. And it was the same for my siblings. Um, And then to answer the VO2 uh, question, no, actually, I've never done that test in my entire career, which is actually kind of nuts considering a lot of teams test it and they test mm-hmm. it at combines and everything like that but uh fortunately for me i've never had to do that <laughs> test wow um, not sure how but i just have gotten away with it and um when it comes to our training yeah I've, I've, you never really stop training um i took about four to six weeks off of I guess, intense training. So I was still going to the gym a few times a week or even at home. And Oh, <laughs> maybe the phone number. Oh, oh there we he got, is. We got you. Oh, maybe we don't. <laughs> um, maybe it's so hot that the phone's overheating even inside. <laughs> no, there? this might be a reception problem. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, there you go. I heard you say crazy, so that's a good, good? sign. Yeah, good? Well, we got you. Are we good? Yep. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Um, yes, you never really stop training. So we've been, we've been going at it, uh, with the guys here in, in AZ, you know, even when I'm at home or when I was over in Europe, uh, visiting my, my wife's family, I was training through uh, a program that they've put together for us. And right now we're in the fourth phase of that program. Well, we're really excited for this season to get going all the additions and the, the step you took last year for this team um i want to talk about one more thing before we let you go i know when troy stetcher left the team at the trade deadline you vaulted up (laughs) to the top dressed best drip on the coyotes roster and mostly in 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 due part to your hat game your hat game was elite not a baseball there it is there's we've got a shot on the screen that's elite hat game like if, if you're gonna make an outfit put a hat on it like that's <laughs> phenomenal so you stepped up unfortunately or fortunately on the hockey side it's great they signed Troy Stetcher in the summer unfortunately for you he might have slipped on the drip rung on the ladder so <laughs> how competitive are you going to be especially if you've got a trip to Australia coming up are you going to step up your game to try to compete with the Troy Stetcher <laughs> uh, I mean you know what like uh Troy's actually Troy's reached out to me for it because he he knows I I really like wearing suits. I've always loved wearing suits, um, and so he he's 
tried to actually hook me up with the guy that he uses. Um, <laughs> so I might look into that. I might look into that. Yeah, I like see, it. You know, I like it. <laughs> Make a little competition. But I Troy, like it. But Troy, Troy's got a great suit game, and 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 it takes that takes years. That takes years of commitment because you know you got to get you got to get two, three, four fresh ones every year. And I bet you he's probably, I don't know how many he's got, but he's got a lot because he was coming in every game and a new one. And I'm like, oh my God, this guy's just, he's on fire right now. <laughs> I want to back this one up. And this is the last thing I'm going to ask. And because it's very important, this drip question, because the walk up from the parking lot in the Coyotes, there's no snow, no snow banks. So somebody's going to see you. And there are guys that, that Kraus dresses very nice. Uh, Clayton Keller's got a real casual vibe. He can go casual or he can go dressing. He looks really sharp. Is there someone? That could probably use, and I know when Phil Kessel was here, probably could have used a little help from you or from Stetch. But is there somebody on this roster that you're going, hey, buddy, make an effort. Like at least like Valimaki's sharp. <laughs> is there somebody that you could really take under your wing and help? Is there one guy that you go, gosh, maybe we put a little more effort into your drip game? I don't know. Big big Jack McBain just signed a new deal, so I think <laughs> he better step it up. Leave the JC Penny stuff he's at home. Gotta step it up. There's been, there was a couple times this year, it's funny, you know, when you get to the rink, guys will walk into the room, and sometimes if you're dressed kind of, like, not great, guys will just give it to you a little bit. <laughs> and I, I'm only saying this because it was one time it happened with Jack. He came into the room, and me and Hades just looked at each other. <laughs> we were just <laughs> like, what? <laughs> what is it? What's going on here, right? And, uh, yeah, so that's why I'm kind of – throwing Jack under the bus here, but I think we got a couple guys on our team that can do a little bit better job. Uh, and now that Jack's got that new deal, there's no excuses. <laughs> awesome. Well, Liam, thank you so much for your time. We know you got to get uh, back in the gym or on the ice here soon. So we really appreciate your time and looking forward to catching up with you once the season gets going here. All right. Thanks for having me on guys. Thanks. Have a good Liam. Day. Thanks. Appreciate Liam. it. Thank you again to Liam O'Brien for joining us. Um, second player in the last month whose phone has overheated on them um, and disconnected us. Yeah, well, welcome to Arizona. Um, but really great talking to him, first of all. And we've said this many times. It just seems like this team, the locker room is so incredibly close, you know, talking about all the camaraderie at the weddings, talking about. Um, giving each other shit in the locker room about fashion. Um, it, it just That just really came through for me. And, you know, it just when you're around the team, you, you see how jovial everyone is. And Liam's a big part of that, I think. But that was just something that really stuck out to me about talking to him. Yeah. I still miss Christian Fisher. But, uh, yeah. yeah, this is an unbelievable room for guys to talk to, story ideas, quotes, etc. Yeah, I would like to hear the stories he couldn't tell us. Yeah, <laughs> imagine there are plenty. Can we, can we talk yeah. about? Can we talk oh. about the, the most breaking news? Like this is actually the breaking Screw news the of the show. Yeah. The arena. Psh, Nick Schmaltz on the mic for karaoke. Right, stunned, stunned, shocked. What What would you call walking and talking instead of if it were involved singing? I don't know. What would it be? I don't know. Singing Help us out here, Discord. Singing because. I've got to do. Who, who here thinks that Petey needs to get Nick Schmaltz on like, a walking and talking where he sings? Buddy, you've seen his interviews. Walking and talking the like, musical. He, there's, there's. Oh, I don't mind that. <laughs> Wait, say that again. Hamilton? Walking and talking the musical. Um, but, but he's the guy that you you wonder sometimes if there's a personality. You don't see it at all in interviews or on the ice. I think he's really good one on one. Actually, I, he really breaks stuff down really well when I get him. One -on -one. I've got. We've got to get secret. We got to get secret cameras. S singing it and slinging it. 
<laughs> Dan. <laughs> Don't hate it, Dan. Nick Schmaltz singing, that would be that. We've got to get. You can make that happen, Petey. Yeah, we can get that to happen somehow. Fire. Absolutely fire. Um, well, you know what else is fire is all of the bobbleheads we have here. Especially in, in the other studio. Yeah, the other studio is absolutely decked out. And, With and Diamondback stuff. Yeah, I wonder we'll take that down when that season's ending soon. Oof. Ooh. If it's not already over. <laughs> Sean <What>? is <gasps> Too soon? Too soon? Um, anyway, check out FOCO. <laughs> <Let's> just, <laughs> <laughs> Things are on edge today at PHX. You feeling it? No. It must be that FOCO stuff. FOCO's <laughs> leading manufacturer manufacturer of sports and entertainment merchandise check them out they have your back for arizona sports um, especially asu and u of a great gift ideas by the way too if you're, for the sports fans in your life um, so get the best gear around by visiting foco.com that's f-o-c-o.com and use the code phnx and for all non-presale items use the promo code phnx for 10 percent off all right last thing I mentioned um, the, all the maps going in the Discord. The Discord is always active. And as you saw in the Liam O'Brien interview, we featured three questions from our Discord. So just, again, a perk of being a diehard mm -hmm. access to our Discord, you know, getting to get the opportunity to ask questions to our guests, getting exclusive guest answers, which we did last week with Newell Brown. We're going to continue to do things like that and just, you know, reward our diehards for being part of the family and just continue to think of new ideas. So if you're wanting to become a diehard, do so today, go to gophnext.com slash diehard, join the family, join the discord, 20% off merch event, free shirt or hat when you sign up and check out phnxlocker.com for all of our great gear. I'm wearing my black Cody shirt today. PD's wearing his um, PHNX flag shirt. So uh, become a diehard, join the family and I promise it'll be worth it. Anything else you guys got today before we wrap it up? I did push my Maddie Dumba story to tomorrow. Felt uh, felt like I should do it since so we could talk about this, <laughs> this huge this arena news. Groundbreaking, except Sarcasm not fun. except not really. Yeah, go ahead. Literally not groundbreaking because they're not breaking ground. <laughs> no. Anything else? I got none. All right. Well, check out PD is on a heater on PHNX Bets Daily. Um, he'll yeah, be I'm on doing that right now for his third day in a row. Yep. So stick around on the PHNX Sports YouTube channel. Tune into Bets to catch PD give out some baseball picks. We'll be back live tomorrow at 11 a.m. to redraft the 2019 NHL draft um, for another edition of Throwback Thursday. And then, of course, we'll be back on Friday for a Friday fun day. So that's live 11 a.m. five days a week on the PHNX Sports YouTube channel. More great guests coming next week. Lots of stuff to get into. This offseason continues to be one of many gifts. So we will we will keep taking it. But everybody, thank you so much for being here. Hit the like button. There's way more people watching than we have likes right now. So we really sincerely appreciate it when you hit the like button on this video. And if you're listening on audio, be sure to leave us a review and subscribe. Wherever you get your podcasts, you can follow us on Twitter at S. Peters Hockey, at Leah Merrill, at Craig S. Morgan, at Sean underscore DePause, and follow the show on Twitter at PHNX underscore Coyotes. Thank you again to Liam O'Brien for his time. Time. Thank you, I guess, for a, a tidbit of Coyotes news for us to talk about today. And we will carry on throughout the Coyotes offseason. Enjoy the rest of your Wednesday, everybody. And we will see you all tomorrow.